Welcome back to the White, Gray, Black Weekly Manga Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all of your favorite ongoing Japanese manga. My name is Bruce. I am the proprietor of the White, Gray, Black YouTube channel. With me again this week, the Kagura to my bachi, it's Gautam. Hello, hello. This week, we're going to go over the last new wave of Shonen Jump manga with Elk Itsumo's Two on Ice. Then we will recap the three new series that premiered this month. Finally, we're going to hit our creative choreography choice, talk a bit about the start of this sniper fight happening in Sakamoto days. Uh, all that, this week's manga news, and more coming right up. So let's talk about Two on Ice. This is the last new manga premiered in Weekly Shonen Jump for the sort of fall premiere grouping, I guess you could call it. Uh, This is a cute little romance, maybe, sports, probably, slice of life, not sure, competitive duos, ice skating, manga, something like that. Um... And the first chapter was pretty okay, I would say. How did you feel about the first chapter, Adam? Uh, I didn't really like it. I wasn't a huge fan of that one. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you like? Uh, let's go into it. What did What did you think? What did you What did you uh, like? So what did you like? I guess I will recall that last week I had said that I expected this to be straight up bad, and it was not bad. I do not think that this was a bad first chapter by any means. I do think this is the weakest first chapter we got uh, of the of the grouping, and maybe the last couple um yeah the art uh, the art is okay it isn't it isn't bad i would say the characters were all right the main character seems i know we talk about really liking uh like the idiot savant type character the sort of i am stupid but i am very smart at one thing um this Mm. guy seemed just just kind of more like an idiot hard-working guy i i don't know i was not super attached to the main character um or the girl also there's not a whole lot of characterization in this first chapter i would say it was a lot of uh plot setting and setting up sort of where these people are what's going to be happening so maybe the coming chapters do a little bit more for it i don't know um i didn't think it was cute i thought it was kind of funny uh some of the action stuff here like when you saw people doing um doing ice skating moves i thought was good so that certainly isn't bad, but again, uh, yeah, this is, this one I struggled with. I think other people will struggle with it. I don't think this is a strong enough first chapter to really grab people. I've barely seen people talking about this on Twitter and Reddit and other social media things. Um, this is not lit a fire under, under my heart or under anyone else's heart, uh, Just based on the first chapter, it's probably not long for this world. Now, I mentioned last week that we have the anime for Medalist coming out pretty soon. Either, I don't remember if that's in October or in January again. Um, This will still be around no matter what when it premieres. So maybe when that comes out, this catches a little bit more. And Jump might keep it around just because it's a a sports thing. They don't really have a sports thing going on. And winter starting, maybe winter makes it bigger in Japan. Uh, As a Western reader... I don't think this was a bad first chapter. I it just isn't good enough. I guess is maybe the shortest way to say it. Yeah, that's fair. We we actually have had a surprising amount of really good uh, first chapters mm-hmm. recently. So um, 
well, really good's a stretch, but pretty dang good, right? Like, um, yeah, and I think, I, think, I mean, we... And, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Like, MMA and Mama yeah. Yu I think, are, like, far better than this. Yeah, but, even Kugurabachi, yeah. I had a better first chapter. Same. And... Uh, yeah, yeah in my opinion, uh, this one, it... I, I, okay, so I have an issue when I'm consuming any kind of media, and if you ask me to describe a character, mm-hmm. like their personality, their likes and dislikes, that should be easy. And I can do that. Like, I can describe a character's personality for almost everything I watch or read. Yeah. Um, I really can't, I don't know anything about this main character. I, I don't even know what his personality is like. He's apparently a savant who saw a little girl ice skate well and dropped everything in his life to ice skate so he could impress her, question mark? Yeah, I don't know. Be, be, be better at ice skating? Like, maybe, what does he want? What, <laughs> what does he want here? Yeah, I don't know. And I think I think that's the big the big issue with this chapter is that it does. it's just a lot of sort of like plot. It's just a lot of these two characters met and then this guy practiced ice skating and then the girl went away and then, you know, three years later they meet back up and then they ice skate together and then she poses him with a question. There's not a whole lot of like the main character was feeling like this or any of that sort of stuff. So yeah. And I think that's definitely what was missing. It was definitely just a lack of sort of like character personality. There's kind of not much personality here. I would say yet at least maybe it'll come, but not in chapter one. But I, I don't even know why he like, I think he was doing it because he was very competitive. Is he a hot, hot-headed person? I, I don't know. That didn't come off on the page. If he is, yeah, one, it doesn't you know, really. Like, again, yeah, it just you don't really get good characterization in the first in the first chapter of of yeah. any of the either of the two main characters. The girl seems like oh maybe she's kind of aloof and cold, but then she's also friendly. So she also wasn't super well defined for me. Sometimes you can have a sort of. Sometimes you can have, like, an amorphous main character who doesn't have much of a personality, right? I mean, Shonen exists, right? Like, Deku exists. You can have a character without a main personality and a good story the, around it, and it can isekai be okay. genre exists. Exactly, yeah. I- isekai exists. Um, but that kind of would require the girl in this chapter to be like, oh, she's she's fun, she's cool to watch, but she also wasn't... She wasn't bad necessarily. It just was like, what's her personality? I don't really know. She was like a, a little bit sassy, but not a whole lot. And a little, she's like a good skater is kind of all we know about her. Right. And she's always been a good skater and the boy learned to skate from her, but none of that is actually character stuff. So I don't know. And and that, that, that shit doesn't make any sense either. It's like he spent like five years, uh, like doing these moves over and over and didn't do any research about skating at all. Like he's like he doesn't know what two people skating together. Like he's never seen that. Happen. Two people like, skating together. What is that? I don't, dude. I haven't skated at all, and I know I know what ice skating is. Like how how have you done this for five years and you don't know? That's insane. Again, um, again, it's like he's not really a savant. He's just an idiot. He seemed very stupid. He's like the stupid, hardworking, which is like maybe a form of idiot it, savant, but I you, didn't, you, it didn't no, work because like there's no personality. If you're hardworking, you would do basic research. You would understand what ice skating is, you know, like understand the rules uh, to some capacity. I don't know. It's like there's a lot wrong. Um, I I also did not like uh, the first person narration, which Mm -hmm. uh, so basically there's a lot of that early in the chapter. 
the and throughout right like yeah. there, there's like a lot of first person narration but it's not like I, and i think my hero does does it like well it's a good example of how to do it it's like it's like oh this is how i became the greatest hero in the world and then the rest of the story sets up what is the not narration narrated said. yeah or is barely and, narrated and uh the first person narration here isn't is told from a future perspective, but it's not like hinting at anything. It's just like, yeah, and then and then a bunch of years passed, and then I kept skating, and then I went to this ring, and then yeah. I met this girl, and then and then this happened. Then it's, it like, might, it's like it's like me, me telling us, yeah. yeah, it's like me telling a story of what happened at the bar the other day. It's like it's this is not like the narration wasn't really doing anything. It's just like this doesn't even need to be here, right? It yeah. could just be a text box and not the main character narrating himself, you know? Yeah, this definitely felt, I, it, it felt amateurish in its sort of pre- presentation in general. Um, I, again, I don't think it's necessarily like, it's not the worst chapter one I've ever seen in Jump. It's probably not even the worst chapter one this year, considering we got uh, oh, no. some other, it's, we got New Age Exorcist and stuff like that. But Not nearly as bad as New, New Age Exorcist pilot. Um, yeah. But, it was dull. I think. Uh, that's yeah, it it just lacked it lacked the sort of vibrancy and life that you kind of want in something like this. There's no like no magic in it. You kind of want the like oh magic on ice or something like that. I don't know. All this, if you want to go read Medalist Chapter One and come back next week and see how good that is at at characterizing both of the main characters of who they are, what they're good at, what they want. Uh, their drives. Um, that's the other thing is that they kind of left. The girl kind of tells the guy like, "Oh, like he's like, why did you go away? Why did you stop skating?" And she's like, "Oh, I decided to just quit doing singles and I want to do doubles now, and so that's why I disappeared. And I've been looking for a partner. Maybe you're good enough." And it's like, I'm sure we'll get into more information of why, but that's like such a, like really, you just like disappeared from the skating world completely. Because you wanted to do double skating, and you haven't been able to find anyone when you were like a child prodigy, but also that doesn't make much sense. Because why wouldn't I, I, you just I, do both? A lot it, of lots of skaters do both. I don't know. It's they're they're saving it for her dark backstory. Yeah, uh, for sure. So she hurt herself, or her mother died, or who knows? She fell down the stairs. I don't know. Um, you know, it's it's so much. It's so like you mentioned medalist. Let me give a uh, an ice skating rep too. Uh, yeah. Just like last week, I I wreck again. Dogs red. Uh, it it has more characterization in the main character in like the first three oh, pages yeah. than the, this whole chapter does. Yeah, as soon in Dog's Red, as, we talked about it how many weeks ago now? Like maybe two months ago, maybe six, yeah. seven or eight weeks ago. Something like like on the fourth or fifth page when the main character just like tears up the victory thing or whatever, you're like, okay, I already am like curious at least. And the character has expressed a massive amount of, the main character has expressed a massive amount of character himself. Um, yeah, that series is great. There's better ice skating stuff out there. This might end up sort of uh, a rising tide raises all ships, right? So this might be one of those things where Medalist and Dogs Red, and Dogs Red is by the author of Golden Kamui, which is a, a very massively pro- popular series. Um, maybe because all of these ice skating things are hitting at the same time, maybe they all end up getting decently popular. Maybe it starts a new wave in Japan of ice skating shit. I don't know. Uh, this I mean, one is, this is is the least good of Medalist Dogs Red and and Two on Ice, but yeah, just tough competition, right? Also um, true. To me, yeah. to me, it's like opening up a local grocer right next to a Walmart. Um, I, I just don't see. I, I don't see this like lasting too long, unfortunately. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, this one, I yeah. I think Kagurabachi will stick around. I think that one was oh, 100%. memed enough and is seems to be massively popular, and I think that one is exactly for 14-year-old boys. This one, I do, I think if we got a call one cancel of the things that premiered, it's this one. Mama Yu Yu, I hope, makes it, uh, because it's good. Why don't we just go ahead and move on? Um, is there, I mean, anything else you want to say about Two on Ice, we can say. Let's talk about all three of the new things that premiered, right? So... Mm- yeah, no, not really. I like. I don't want to be too negative on it because, like you said, it wasn't like horrible. It's not it bad. Just, it, was, yeah. it was just dull. You a know? little, like, a I, little amateur needs just, it needs just a little bit of shine and polish and magic thrown in, and I think it would have been pretty good. But to, to me, nothing in it really worked. But it, nothing it in it also like, failed. So yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah very kind boring. of middling. But it was just boring. Yeah. Yeah, and I've said this many, many times. Sometimes being middle of the road is worse than being straight up bad. So yeah, we de- definitely <laughs> could be an issue there. Because um, at least it's fun to talk about bad stuff, right? Exactly. Like, or people will meme it, on it or post pictures of it. I like. I don't think I saw, like you know, I follow a lot of people on Twitter that talk about the WSJ series. I don't. I don't read Jujutsu Kaisen. I hear. I see half the panels on Sunday when that comes out. In addition to One Piece and all this other stuff, and Kugurabachi, I saw a ton of stuff. Even Mama Yu Yu, I saw people talking about. I don't think I saw a single tweet about Two on Ice on Sunday or Monday or any time. No one is talking about it. Uh, so that's, I mean, and again, that's a very narrow sphere that I've created for myself. So, But I also think that's like yeah. why we don't have too much to say on it is because it's it's just like, it's not doing anything too right. It's not doing anything too wrong, but it's, it's dull. And yeah. I think if we linger on it, it, it will end up being more negative than the thing deserves, you know? So, right, right, yeah. Yeah. This might whereas be... Whereas yeah. New Ace Exorcist, it, rightfully, I felt, deserved the shit we gave it. New Ace Exorcist uh, had a yeah. really bad first chapter. I Oh, yeah. People seem to have latched onto that series and say that it's gotten better, so I... I don't know. Maybe I'll go back and give it a try. Uh, a lot of, I mean, to be honest, a lot of series first chapters have not been good and series have turned out to be better. Um, Undead Unluck is one that I know I was not really very fond of the very first chapter, even the first two or three chapters. Uh, and that gets a lot better as it goes on. That's I've been reading through that kind of slowly. Um, Vibration Man is one that we've brought up a lot in the past couple of months. That one has a straight up, I think, bad first chapter. And then chapter two on is pretty pretty dang good, so... Hunter x Hunter. Yeah. Another one. No X, you don't say the X, but yeah. Uh, you know, actually, if you if you watched slash read more, you would find out that there is an X, and that's a huge spoiler I just gave you, so <laughs> uh, put that in your pocket. Yeah, but let's, uh, let's go back. Three new WSJ series. Uh, Mama Yu Yu, we've gotten three chapters of it now. It gave us a sort of intro arc. I think it even kind of closed it out by saying... That's your introduction. We're going to go do stuff now. Um, how'd you feel about the first three chapters of Mama Yu Yu? I thought it was great. Um, I think I worry that this is a slow start full of characterization. Mm-hmm. Um, and that won't appeal to the target audience of Jump. That's my worry. But I, for me personally, I think it's great. I think it's uh, it's really interesting. It's a unique spin on like the whole hero demon lord shtick. Uh, it seems character focused, which uh, you know these things never really are. And I, uh, of course, like the standout is the paneling. Is paneling just here is like, yeah, I. That's really the thing that's that's grabbed me on Mama Yu Yu. I do think it's, I think it's hitting on a lot of things that are popular. I mean, it kind of has a reverse isekai 
multiverse thing going on, which are very kind of in vogue in general in the world right now. Spider-Verse, you know, Marvel movies, stuff like that. Um, versus. Yeah, Versus is, I mean, it's very similar. <laughs> yeah. uh, it also kind of has demons versus humans. That's a very classic thing. It's kind of isekai worldy. Uh, it has a lot of things that are just sort of like, yeah, you know, I have, I've seen all of these ingredients. I've not seen them mixed in this way before. And then, yeah, like the paneling in this, like it's only been three chapters, so I'm not going to call that it's like, oh, this is the best paneling that Jump has ever had. But like, this is like maybe second only to Witch Hat for me in panel. Like Witch Hat Atelier is the best paneled manga I think I've ever read. This is like a close second. I after only three chapters, the paneling for um, in chapter three I think it's when the the older guy is like cutting up the demon and the cuts are like panels blocked out like around the 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 demon thing like that's so cool to read like that visually when you read stuff like that it is more interesting than just seeing it drawn inside a square panel so i'm here for i'm here for mama yu i'm i'm excited i really hope this one sticks around this is one that i think has a lot of legs i think there's a lot of room and places this could go uh i hope it sticks around because i just think like jump isn't really known for having really good paneling or art like in general i would say jump paneling is like maybe just strictly worse than a lot of other uh a lot of other kind of magazines or or groups just because the the slog of a weekly action a, yeah thing for 14 year old boys does not lend itself to well make sure your panels look really good and cool and your page layouts are really great um i mean something like we'll talk about it in a bit but like sakamoto's has great action and has like pretty good paneling above average but it's not you know it is not paneled in a way that is as as inspiring as something like witch hat or even mama yu yu so uh yeah there's this like cool uh section in mama yu yu where like the mom was in the hospital and talking to her son and she's talking about how she he she's afraid of him growing up too fast leaving the nest and mm-hmm. following in his dad's footsteps stuff like that um and you see the dialogue and panel from the perspective outside the hospital window from like a bird's nest of a mom bird feeding her baby birds. Mm. And like, that's very clear symbolism for like their mother son relationship and whatnot. But you don't, you don't really see stuff like that. That's like a movie shot that yeah. you, see, well, I mean, it's you like... see in a movie or a TV show, but you, you don't see that in like jump or manga that often. Yeah. Visual. It's, it's very strange to me. I don't want to call it specifically jump. It's it's strange to me how massively popular manga often completely forego the visual storytelling aspect of the medium. Whereas like, and again, I think it's, it's another one of these hard things that like, well, yeah, a lot of popular movies also kind of don't, you know, put their camera in interesting places or frame things in ways in the camera in a movie, for example, like, I can't remember the last Marvel movie that had, like, an interesting camera shot in it, right? I mean, they're all sort of standard, like, pretty cut-and-dry, straightforward type things. But when you get something good... It's a time constraint. Yeah. yeah. It it is, like you said, it's purely a time constraint. I I, I feel like there's just way too much to do. Then it's hard for people to worry about, like, symbolism and... Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, but um, I, I do think I'm excited that seems like that. I, I think the paneling in these first two chapters of Mama Yu Yu has been so good that even if their paneling gets like a little bit worse or it's a little bit less creative, it's like it's still gonna be like really good. 
Like yeah. it's okay if it slips a little bit going, you know, more weekly, more quickly, more week to week, whatever you want to say, because it's still like, it's miles ahead of everything else in jump. And that's like, so it can slip a little bit and still be pretty far ahead. Yeah. I think the last thing in jump that I remember being this good and I might be wrong because my memory might be off, but, uh, what was that thing with the orphans? Uh, it was a mystery. Orphans mystery. Like they're all genius orphans that were like. Oh, 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 oh. They were uh, trying to escape the orphanage. I know what you're talking about. And there's like the cannibal monsters and they're in the orphanage and they escape the orphanage and then it gets real bad after that. What is that fucking called? It, the author was like an artist before this. Uh, so, I mean, it makes sense why her panels were good. But yeah, she did a good job. I was going to Promise Neverland. Is that what you're talking Promise about? Promise Neverland. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Promise Neverland, one of the greatest first arcs I've ever read. It, like, seriously, so good. And the second they get out of the orphanage, slight spoilers for the first arc, that series goes to absolute dog shit. But that's, that's rough to hear. It's been a couple years since I've read it, so I don't really remember the paneling, but I do remember, I mean, I remember it being really good while I read it. Uh, up until they leave the orphanage, which is only like the first 40 chapters of like a 200 chapter thing. So. Was it I think, that long? I, I I didn't even get to the part where they leave the orphanage. Yeah, because so. I read about 100 chapters of it, and I think there were maybe 140, 150, and it ended like a year, year and a half later. So, hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, but so, yeah, anything else on Mama Yu Yu? I mean, I, it's, it's good. I like it. I really, really hope it sticks around. I'm a bit worried for it for the same reasons that you said. I'm worried that... I don't know if 14-year-old boys care about cool paneling, uh, but I do think that it's been cool paneling around action, which is generally maybe more gripping than just, than the, this, like the bird shot you mentioned. 14-year-old boys don't give a shit about that. But also the action paneling is cool, so maybe that is is more appealing. So I'm hoping this one sticks around. Um, I'm, not, I'm not even sure it is, because it's not, it's not hype action. It's not like this edgy guy, uh, Kagurabachi cutting down eight dudes at once. It is yeah. like esoteric, weird action. Right. And yeah. so I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll uh, see. I, 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 I don't, yeah. I don't feel good about Mama Yuyu's chances, but, uh, I'm nervous. Yeah. But I would really like to see it succeed. Cause I think out of the three we see on the screen right now, that one's easily my favorite. I think so too. Yeah. It's definitely the one that I think has shown the most potential and the most, separated itself in its artistry mainly with the paneling but also with a lot of the visual storytelling and stuff like you were saying like it clearly that author has a better grasp on a lot of storytelling even though they've chosen maybe kind of a generic angle to, to go for it at that's which is maybe that's jump's fault i, I, I even like i even like the angle i like i think there is room for this like demon lord hero type story mm. that's actually creative introspective and all that stuff right like yeah. um so if i don't know let's let's see where it goes i i think uh this was this all felt like a prologue right so it don't I mean it was I, yeah i think it was solicited it as like, such yeah. in the chapters so um, yeah i'm ready to see where it goes he's got his kind of mentor character in this in this other demon uh, the, the demon lords number two i guess who is it's just a weird Japanese thing that always pops up as, oh, if there's a demon lord, there's the demon lords number two. I mean, there's an entire, there's multiple series where they, they are like a main character. Uh, the great Jahisama is like, the main character is the demon lords number two in that series, so. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, Man. they show up a bunch. Um, okay, let's talk about Kagurabachi, the meme, the meme lord. Um, chapter two came out. I thought it was still pretty good. I thought chapter two... 
addressed some of the things we complained about in chapter one or were a little concerned about was can it keep its levity does it actually have an interesting story is it more than just revenge you know revenge gore porn i thought that it addressed most of those in a mostly positive way i thought the whoever the light-haired guy is i thought he was pretty funny in in chapter two um there's definitely some intrigue here with what the magic system is the swords are cool. I don't know. This one is much less to think about, I think, much less to talk about, just because it's pretty simple and straightforward, but I, I seems pretty easy read, so I'll keep reading it. I don't hate it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, for me, it was just... Uh, I thought chapter two was weaker. Um, I thought chapter one had at least the intrigue of its premise, and I could uh, fill out or give a generous read towards its mysteries. Uh, and chapter two didn't really elaborate or elucidate on any of them. It kind of yeah. just did the same same stuff as chapter one. It was uh, really just kind of like part two falling action of part one. It, it wasn't, yeah. wasn't much of anything new. It was just kind of like, okay, the... Because part one was already split into sort of like a past and a future part. And it, this was really just kind of the second part of the future part, right? So... I, chapter, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of more curious about chapter three because it introduced some new stuff. So are you going to get sort of a, a new arc or a new little story? So I'm curious to, to see where it goes. Again, it's sort of like I don't <clears> – there's nothing inherently bad about it. Maybe it could be a little uninteresting or boring, but um, it feels like a super easy read. I, it's, I don't read it and I'm like, ah, disgusting, bad. So I don't know. It seems like a pretty easy read. I'm, I'm okay to keep reading it until it, something turns turns me off of it. You know, um, I, I I feel like this is the type of manga where in a year someone would say, do you remember this manga? And I'll say, no, never read it. <laughs> yeah, it's um, possible. It, it, I, I, I know I'm sounding a bit cynical following Two on Ice here, but this is just very generic, cut and dry, standard fare. Like, I, I don't even think it has to do with shonen jump it's just like this is like every other thing in its genre it, it's it, very i mean yeah I, we talked about it when it came out it's just kind of another bleach which is just another yu yu hawk show it's it's all all the same vein it's just another demon slayer so i mean uh, it is, the, it, it's not even as good as any of those yet no um, but but i mean i will say well i don't know it might be better than demon slayer but I will say all of those things survived, right, and and thrived in Jump. Oh, so yeah. I don't. And I think this will thrive. Yeah, I think this one. I think this one is positioned at an angle in Jump of like this is. We talk about how they're always kind of looking for the next big thing. They're looking for the next Jujutsu Kaisen, the next Demon Slayer, the next you know whatever's going to be their big pop off thing, and this kind of fits the bill of like, yeah, in in a year or two, this could be their new big thing. Like dude with the sword. I in a black jacket easy cosplay like could be everywhere you never know i i was we will have to see on chapter three if uh they start introducing any side characters because i think like we mentioned in chapter one the big thing here is are the side characters interesting i do like uh the light-haired guy in chapter two i thought he was still funny and light-hearted again uh we didn't get the only things i like like are the only characters i i like and the dad's dead so um yeah he's the only character i like maybe he's in the sword i will see but yeah who knows who knows right yeah uh but yeah i i don't know it's just uh it's 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 cynical but this one's also boring like it's, it's like i i find myself like compelling myself to care when i read this yeah um which is not which just means it's not for me probably 
it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. It just means that I've read too many of this genre before and they're all yeah the same. there's some and things like that like i so yeah. like i mentioned i've been reading undead unluck and a lot of people rave about that series um and i'm like 40 chapters in and i'm also just kind of having a hard time caring because there's just a lot of random stuff that isn't I, I don't know that just isn't really presented in a in a nice consumable way or in, at a nice consumable speed i think i mentioned i was talking to you that last week i i finished a chapter and the entirety of the chapter is, like, they talk to this, like, devil book, which usually, like, gives them rewards, but they messed up a mission the book gave them. So the book just, like, summons the idea of the cosmos into their world, which then leaves, brings in an alien invasion force. The alien invasion force attacks and comes up against someone with a power that's, like, what is it, like, unjustice. And because the alien talked to her and said that their idea of justice was conquering other planets she can just reverse it and so she does and it destroys all the aliens and they promise never to come back again that's one chapter of undead luck and it's like bro that's too much for me this might just not be for me um sounds so like yeah. they did enders game in one chapter nice yeah it, it was <laughs> insane uh but anyways all, all that to say that yeah maybe I'll stick with Kagurubachi because I think it's an easy read. I think it's so sort of simple and maybe boring that it's like inoffensive and I don't know. I'm like, I'm a little curious about what happened to the dad. More details, I guess. The magic system seems kind of interesting. Who knows? It's, it's very inoffensive. It's very easy to read. If it does get too boring, I'll just forget. I'll just stop reading it and forget to read it. And then it'll go by my side, but which has happened before. It's popcorn, right? It goes by in like two seconds and it's empty calories. Yeah. Um, I I get you. And I saw people comparing. So this had sort of a meteoric chapter one that went really, really high, at least on Western uh, like yeah. manga, manga plus reading app and stuff. Um, people were comparing this a little bit to Ayashimon, which was the second by, what is it called? Jiga, Jigo Kakuro, Hell's Paradise, that series. Hell's Paradise was popular and then they did Ayashimon. Ayashimon got canceled in, you know, 21 chapters or whatever but the chapter right. one was huge so i don't think that having a good a big huge chapter one here necessarily saves this if it can't keep up the hype if it doesn't continue to be good so yeah we'll keep an eye on it and see yeah um but hey uh to cap off our recap i, I know this is just like the the first new well the newest three but mma has been consistently good yeah mma kind of uh, dropped weirdly uh, in the middle yeah drop kind of weirdly in the middle but yeah that's i mean that i has the potential possibly to be maybe like the best new thing it probably the best new thing in jump this year uh yeah it's it's solid consistently very solid good action fun characters i like the nuance we're getting around the brother he's not just a shitbag but yeah, yeah that's that's definitely in the running i think when we'll do our awards in like first week of december so in like two months here uh probably is when we'll do that um i think mma has a good shot at probably being like the best new thing this year yeah I, it's definitely I, worth I a nomination it's, it's, it's definitely up there right yeah. uh yeah we'll have to figure that out yeah we'll see that'll but, be up and coming okay anything else on these new manga uh no I, I think we said our piece uh do you have anything else i think i'm pretty good i more impressed with the quality on average uh I think Two on Ice is canceled in what February. I think Two on Ice is canceled in February next year. Kagurabachi, 
I'll read eight chapters and tell you how I feel then. Mama Yu, I hope, makes it. That's definitely my favorite of these, so we'll keep Yeah, going. me too. Uh, and, you know, like, I I really don't care about Kagurabashi or Two on Ice, but yeah. I would say this collection of stuff that came out is, is like, significantly better. Because even, even the ones I don't care about are better than, like, some of the shit that got canceled. And I think, like, the, the standouts like Mama Yu Yu um, are so much better than anything that came out last time around, in the last Yeah, match. I mean, New Age Exorcist, I Said Gil. I Said Gil was one of those ones that I think is kind I, of like... I forgot about. that it existed. I, exactly, yeah. I just kind of, like, forgot that the chapters were there and stopped, and didn't purposely stop reading it, just accidentally stopped reading it. And I remember talking about it maybe the first two or three chapters and then being like, I know I read this chapter on Sunday. We're recording this on Wednesday. And it's like, I don't remember what happened. I read it two days ago and I don't remember what happened in that chapter. It was very forgettable. Uh, I said, Gil's, I no way that survives. I would say new age exorcist maybe, but who knows? Uh, all right, let's talk about Sakamoto days. We got sniper versus sniper fight. This is my, I don't know. This is possibly my favorite chapter of Sakamoto. Uh, or one of them. I it was it's it was so cool. freaking cool. Uh, I love I love uh, sniper trick shot like the over the top movie sniper trick shot stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and this chapter is basically dedicated to that John Wick Wick esque over the top uh, gunplay. And it's only it's just a start. Like I know that next chapter is going to be more of it. And so I'm yeah. I'm excited for that. I also love they did this joke that they, I feel like they haven't done this joke in like a long uh, time where like Sakamoto yeah. is thinking of hitting someone and then it like the panel goes down. It's just what he's, it doesn't actually hit them. He's just thinking about it. Um, right. He used to do, he where, used to do this yeah. to bunch to shin, but where he's like killing him with this, with a pencil and shit like that. Yeah. 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 So I thought that uh, was fun. Uh, I also like this character. Um, yeah. Heisuke. Heisuke? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like, he was kind of written out of the series uh, after his introduction for like, 70 chapters and then yeah he didn't show up in they, the school arc at yeah. all or the test exam whatever all that stuff yeah he's just gone so and then the author decided hey sniper snipers are cool and uh brought him back and he's like he's featuring big time recently this feels um, it, yeah. yeah i was gonna say it feels like with the stuff we got were they in thailand or, or bangkok or something in the yeah, sort of I, last arc? Yeah, I think it was Thailand. Or Vietnam. I don't remember. One of those Southeast Asian countries. They were in one of those. And I felt like he had, he was more of a prevalent uh, character there. And I think that this is going to turn out to sort of be like his shining moment, right? Like he'll he'll either take down this sniper guy or he'll unlock and save them at the end of the museum thing or whatever. This seems like he's being focused on for, uh, he kind of got, an introduction development again in Thailand and then he's getting more here. So it feels like it's going to focus on him. I hope that this signifies that they're going to bring what's her name back. The drunk, the drunken master girl who they also have written out of the series for like a hundred yeah. chapters now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was her name Lou? I, I, something like that. Yeah. Lou uh, or Jin or Lynn. I don't remember, but, uh, but yeah, she, she has been out of the series for a while, but yeah, longer they, than this game. Yeah. Uh, and she was kind of set up to be like a main character, so it's kind of interesting that she's she definitely seemed very here. core group. That then was he, just not. <laughs> so it, it, it's like after Nami's arc, uh, we just she's just like, okay, I'm gonna stay in Orange Town. See you later, guys, and they all <laughs> yeah. leave. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
that that's how that felt with uh this character she's yeah, gone and, and she might come back i i that's why i said i'm kind of hoping she does because i yeah, it makes sense you know back, all so these probably. arcs are over maybe it's her turn to kind of come back and do something and have something so uh know. yeah but anyway like this this chapter right uh i i love this scene where he anticipates the ego of the other sniper and uh and jumps because he anticipates that instead of a body shot a good enough sniper can land a headshot. Go for the headshot, uh, right. Yep. Go for the headshot and land it. Um, so he anticipates that and jumps to intercept it with his bulletproof vest. Uh, completely over the top, but amazing. I love that. That's, that's hilarious. It's so that's good, yeah. I, it's like him. that, and then you get the the sniper in the building is like... The, this crane, he like... Sh- let me Okay, go through the series of events. He shoots the crane which knocks out the, like, hook on the end, which falls. He then shoots it to where the a sign from the ground is thrown into the building, which grabs, like, the rope with the hook on the end of it that's falling from the crane, which then grabs it and, like, swings down to make an attack at, at Hayes K. And I guess it, like, hits him. And it's just like, how do you Dude, think of that? This is the I, I don't, most insane. appealing part of Sakamoto Days is, like, how do you think of action like that? Like, oh, shooting a crane and it falls? Okay, interesting. Shooting a crane so that the, the uh, like, roped claw falls, and then shooting a sign which plunges into a building, which causes the, you know, pendulum effect to then knock into the guy. It's like, how do you think of that? I, this, this dude uh, played a ton of Half-Life 2 uh, and has that's, ex- I, yeah. experience with that physics engine, I'm sure. That's a good, yeah, it's a good that, call out. This very much feels like someone drawing a manga with like an open world physics engine and everyone yeah. knows is like abusing it, right? Like everyone yeah. is like no clipping, like, you know, momentum preserving, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, I, we talked about paneling with Mama uh, Yu Yu. Sakamoto so, Days yeah, it is was the best great. choreography. Uh, and the, the next one is like, is my favorite. It's even, even better, better than yeah. Uh, so this one, uh, the sniper, Heisuke gets away. The sniper shoots a bullet, hits the front of a motorcycle, uh, and destroys the motorcycle. It goes up in the air. Uh, Wilhelm scream right here. Uh, and he shoots one of the spinning tires in the air, and the bullet goes through the, what's the metal part of the tire called? Uh, the, the rim. wheel? The rim? the rim yeah, yeah it, it, it's it goes around the, the circular part of the rim he he and uses that to curve and hit heisuke around the alleyway uh that is so fucking crazy what an insane i can how do you think of that you're right like that, yeah, that's it's insane it's also like it's so fun even though like these panels it's literally just one two three top to bottom it's the action is so well like paneled and sighted here because you've got the top panel is like this fast spinning wheel so you know it's spinning fast and the second one is like a freeze frame like a slow-mo freeze it i wouldn't even say it's a freeze frame because there it looks completely still right there's no movement whatsoever communicated in the middle one which shows the bullet like hitting it in the very next one you've already skipped ahead to the bullet moving all the way sort of through its curved arc. You kind of see kind of like an all-in-one thing here, but like, man, this uh, this guy does action. I, I forget his name constantly. Yuto Suzuki, yeah. This guy is like 
the most creative fights, like literally the most creative fights I've ever seen. Best anywhere. in the biz bar none. Yeah. yeah, like anywhere. Like people talk about the raid and uh, John Wick and stuff about having creative and cool executed fights. That's cool. Those are kind of based in reality. This is not. So there's even more fun creative things you can do, right? Which is kind of... Uh, it's just, I don't know, it's just like the most fun. Like anytime there's a fight scene, it's it's incredible. So, Yeah, I agree. Uh, what, what a good fucking chapter. It, it's always a blast yeah. to read Sakamoto. Yeah, and this is something new, right? Like we've seen... Heisuke makes some, like, ricochet shots that were cool, and that's creative. I'm not going to downplay that, but, like, sniper versus sniper, curving bullets through the the rims of tires, like, I'm telling you, I think next chapter is going to get even crazier. There's going to be even more wild stuff happening, unless it doesn't, unless it cuts to somebody else, who knows, but. No, I think we, I think we see the end to this fight. They need the ticket to get to the, the, that's true, that's right. Just the MacGuffin for the the next thing, so. so, yeah, but either way, uh. Very good chapter. Uh, go read Sakamoto if you haven't already. If you like, if you like action stuff, it's so good. It, it's it's so fucking good. It's such an easy read. Like it's not complicated at all. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, flows so well. Uh, if, cool. you, if you find yourself confused over the main plot, I would just say, uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I there's like only ever one re- one plot thing going on at a time in Sakamoto days. So yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like, does it matter that Sakamoto days still has like a 5 million bounty on his head? Like not really not point of the plot right now. So who cares? It's more about this other thing right now. So yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Anything else on Sakamoto days? Are we uh, moving on? Let's move on on. Cool. Let's do a little bit of news this week. Uh, if you happen to open up Manga Plus today, today's, what is it, September 27th when we're recording this, uh, or this week you will see that there is an announcement on the Manga Plus site that says changes are coming, something, something, subscription model. Uh, people, I guess, hacked is not the right word, found updates on, I think, the Apple App Store of there's going to be some kind of paid model for Manga Plus, very similar to the Viz app, which is essentially like a $2 and a $5 version, uh, which doesn't make me that angry. I wish that every subscription model had the amount of content that something like the Viz app does for $2 or $5. I, I don't know Manga Plus, I don't know what the difference between Viz and Manga Plus or why they include a lot of the same chapters but on different readers. Manga Plus just has a better reader in browser at least. So if their application has a better reader, might end up using that more. I don't know. So just be prepared for that. I we don't know what's coming. I don't think it's gonna be too bad from from the leaks. So Yeah, I don't know. Uh I guess we'll see. But yeah, it's it sounds reasonable to me. Um but you know I th- I thought they already have a good model. Aren't they making good money off this? Uh, I, I don't know about Manga Plus. See, that's the weird thing, is that I know that, see, Manga Plus is run, I guess, directly by Shueisha, and then Viz is a Western company who purchases the rights, and so, uh, yeah, so here's, like, they have, I'm clicking on, doesn't, oh yeah, here we go, notice of service renewal. Exciting changes are coming, we're gearing up. For a major update to enhance our platform, among the upcoming enhancements, we will change the cha- will be changes to the available manga. More information coming with the renewal. We appreciate continued support of Manga Plus by Shueisha. Um, Got it. Yeah, it's so even it's, listed it's as like a, a Japanese time. So I, I guess that the main difference we're looking at here is that um, 
Manga Plus is run directly by Shueisha, and Viz is, Viz is, from what I understand, a Western company that sort of licenses and works really closely to publish. Uh, and they mainly do physical volume copies and translations and stuff, but their app also does this stuff. So, Got it. But yeah, I mean, Manga Plus Reader is better, so... <laughs> Sorry, yeah, guys. yeah, yeah, for like, sure. Way better. So we'll see how that turns yeah. out. Uh, yeah, not much else to say there, I don't think. Yep. Cool. Uh, a neat little award was given out by uh, Tsutaya. They're called the, from what I saw, the Every Everyone's Choice. This is a Twitter translation. Everyone's Choice Tsutaya Manga Award. Tsutaya is a bookstore, so this would be like the Everyone's Choice Barnes & Noble Manga Awards, essentially, right? But Tsutaya is a uh, a uh, Japanese bookstore. So basically got a top 10 of their sort of manga choice awards. I'll go I'll go from 10 up to 1. That's more exciting, right? At number 10, we got Goku Rakugai uh, by Sana Yuto. Uh, I've talked about that a couple months ago. I've not kept up with it, but I did like it. I think the art there is really great. The action is really good. Really interesting kind of shonen, seinen line thing. Uh, at number 9, we got... Uh, Haru no Arashito Monster, which is Springstorm and Monster. I believe that is a uh, a shoujo Jose story. Uh, there's a couple of romances on here that I don't think have Western translations yet, or they at least not uh, officially licensed ones. Um, so that's and that at number nine, that Springstorm and Monster is one of them. Uh, that's by an author called Miyuki Mitsubashi. Uh, number eight, we get Kindergarten Wars by Chiba Yo. That's a great... I'm glad to see that. That's super popular. The chapter today, can we just say, the chapter today was oh, a novel. It. Oh, it's hilarious. You're going to love it. Um, oh, nice. It's very good. Uh, at number seven, we have The Summer Hikaru Died, which uh, I'm not current on, but I read a good chunk of maybe early in the year, late last year. Really good series. Really interesting and cool. Uh, that's by Moku Moku Ren. Uh, at number six, we have You and I Are Polar Opposites by Kocha Agasawa. Uh, I keep seeing You and I Are Polar Opposites pop up on awards and nominations and people talking about it. I really need to read this, I think. People are big on this one. Have you read any of this, Scoutum? I read the first three chapters. It was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I think I think we need to read that just to see what it's like. Um, at number five, we have a series called Hotaru no Yomieri. That is Firefly Marriage, Firefly Wedding. Um, that's by an author called Tachibana Oreko. That, again, I think is a uh, shoujo romance type thing, uh, which, as far as I know, doesn't have a Western release officially or yet. Uh, fan translations exist, of course. Number four, we have Smoking Behind the Supermarket with You by Janushi. That's a great series. We've talked about that in the past. Love that one. Um, at number three, we have... Uh, the Demon's Bride Wants to Be Eaten. That is, I think, another one of those shoujo ones which I haven't heard of. Not sure if it has a Western release or not. Uh, that's by Saka no Keiko. At number two, we have, and this is a surprising one. You're going to have to give me a couple minutes to read the title of this one. It is called An Old Man from the Countryside Becomes a Sword Saint, colon, I was just a rural sword teacher, comma, but my successful students won't leave me alone, exclamation point. That is by Shigeru Sagasaki and Kazuki Sato. Um... That's an isekai I would bet my life I've, on. I've I've read like 10 chapters of this. Okay, is it worth is it worthy of a number 2 spot? Is it any good? No. It's everyone's choice, so it must be popular. Uh, uh it's it's actually uh I don't even know if, if it's worth remembering. It's it's very generic. Like, it's, it's very strange cuz usually, I mean, if an isekai is worth 
even a little bit seems to show up on Reddit, you know, every week or every month. And I had never even heard of this, I don't think. So it went under my radar. Um, but yeah, none of those matter because, of course, the grand prize top winner is Yomi no Sukai by Hiromu, Hiromu Arakawa, the greatest manga author of all time, the greatest published series right now. This, it's popping off. It's so good. I'm so glad to see this here. What are you doing, West? What are you doing? It's the Full Metal Alchemist author. Why is why are more people not talking about this fucking series? It's so good. Um, I, I love I you, this guy. It's so fucking good. The impetus of us even bringing up these awards were to to pitch Yomi no Sugai. Yes, more. if any other is series he... had gotten first, I would have been like, eh, whatever. I'm not going to talk about it. But uh, no, Yomi no Sugai won. Demons of the Shadow Realm, it's there. Hiromo Arakawa is there. She's... I... You have to read this, Gautam. It's so good. I, like, I can't even... Like, legitimately, we're talking about awards. Whenever we get to, like, what's the best thing you've read this year, I want to say I maybe not... No, I think I nominated it last year for maybe Best New Series. We might have given it to. Best Ongoing, like, this is my nomination this year. That, like, every chapter of Yomi no Sagai this year is, like, so cool and good. It's like... I'll I'll catch up before then. It's, yeah, I... I just, I, it's so good. It deserves his first place. It deserves every first place. She deserves every award available. When they make a, an anime for this, it's going to be uh, amazing. I don't understand why more people don't read this. Like, I get it. I, I, I do get it. It's monthly. It's not in Shonen Jump. Okay, those two things disqualify it from being any of the most popular things. I don't care. This is this is so incredible. Uh, so happy to see that up top. Uh, any comments on any of the 1-10? It's, it's just, I, I, I don't think Reddit has the attention span to remember things month to month uh yeah like, look, look, at, look at dungeon meshy right like yeah that that was phenomenal but it got it, like the the final chapter got like 800 upvotes 700 upvotes yeah something like that Jesus right? guys in chapter 7k right or something so yeah it's it's uh well i don't even see people tweeting about it i see people tweeting about dungeon meshy and witch hat and other things that are monthly but like i just i'm so mad at the the western world for a lot of things for non-privatized healthcare privatized healthcare all that bullshit but also why don't you like yomi no sugai more it's full metal alchemist it's her it's him it's the thing read it it's so good okay did you want to say anything about any of these other 10 winners here gautam or yomi no sugai uh no i will i'm happy that she won the japanese barnes and noble award <laughs> yeah i let's not uh I don't know how big this word is or if it's done by readers or, or what. It's very hard to find information on this, but yeah, a, a nice little collection I, of things. I think it's the, the awards me... don't Yeah, the awards the like the list and the awards don't matter to me at all. But I do I am Team Arakawa. So I I, yeah. I agree with the number one spot, even if I haven't read it, because she can I, I've read Silver Spoon and Yeah. I've read FMA and I don't she's just so fucking consistent. Another person uh, who you want to talk about good paneling her paneling is very simple, but she will not, she does not lay out her panels symmetrically until something really important happens. And so it's really cool. Anyways, I could, I literally make a video of her she, paneling maybe someday, but she's amazing. So TLDR, you're, you're right, Barnes and Noble Awards. Uh, Yomi Nusa guy, put, put Arakawa in the spotlight, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my big takeaway from this is that I think I do really need to get uh, into you and I are polar opposites. I know that that shows up again on Reddit and Twitter and stuff a lot, 
seems really good. The pictures I see of it seems really fun. So that's it maybe was, going on it, my next uh, to read list. Yeah, it was sweet. Um, it was, uh, I like the, the main, I didn't think I've seen a female protagonist like that before. That's good. Uh, new characters are good. Okay. Moving on. Uh, speaking, this is, we were talking about Hiromu Arakawa and some of the greatest, speaking of the greatest manga of all time and some of the greatest manga ever created, uh, some of the best things that have ever passed my eyes and my uh, words I have read. Rent-A-Girlfriend hits 300 chapters. Yay! What a series. Oh, buddy. Nice. I stopped reading this. <laughs> I, I dropped I, I, it. I dropped did, it mainly did, because it got moved how, to the... How did you drop it? I So I, I dropped it unintentionally because it got moved to the K-Manga app. So lots of stuff that got oh, moved to I K-Manga see. doesn't show up very high on Reddit Manga anymore. So... And people just, just like stopped posting it. And yeah. I'm not going to go, I'm sorry, I'm not going to go subscribe to our Kanajo Okarimasu. Like, I'm not subbing to the subreddit for that manga to read it. It's not that important to me. It's not worth anything. I was an apologist during one arc, and it just has been worse since then for like a full year, year and a half now. So, yeah. Bruce, have you, have you seen this picture of this person, like, digging and digging, and, and like, the person at the bottom gives up and, like, walks away? It's like a meme on ga- gambling. And oh like, yeah, like right before get, you hit gold or whatever. Right before they hit all yeah, the diamonds, the gems. And gold. Yeah. It's like that, that's you. That's you. Right before it gets good. No, I'll check in occasionally. I will see it show up, and it'll click it, and it'll be like, "All right, what are they saying?" And it's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we're still doing this." It's like, "All right, don't need to see anymore. See you in a month." I, or two. I'm just kidding. It, it will never get good. But uh, yeah, hey, good, good for it. Uh, I wonder if it's showing any signs of concluding, or if it's just like a this will a be never ending story. Yeah. I wonder, like, how many chapters was something like, uh, oh, God, how many chapters is Nisekoi? That's, like, the best thing I can compare this to. This is oh. new Nisekoi. Chapters. I don't know. List of Nisekoi chapters. I would say it was around, okay, 223. So this has already surpassed Nisekoi by two years almost. So no idea when this will end. Oh, okay. Uh, uh- yeah, uh, Nisekoi got like an epilogue recently, didn't it? Yeah, or maybe last year, something like that. Huh. But I don't know. Moving on to other news. Uh, the author of Blame, Blame! Exclamation point, which is a pretty popular sort of science fiction-y... I don't even know how to describe it. I read the first chapter and it was very confusing and I was like, mm, maybe not right now. Uh, anyways, that, that author, their name is... Oh, God. Tsut... Tsutomu Nihei, uh, they're going to start a new fantasy manga titled Tower Dungeon. So, uh, Blame has a sort of well-known, like, I don't want to call it, like, grimdark. It's sort of like a grimdark sci-fi, oh, who's the, who's the guy who inspired a lot of the visual stuff from, uh, from Nausicaa that we were talking about? Do you remember what I, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I, I, I don't remember the name. But, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Like the yeah, sort of like yeah, weird that, that 1950s, 60s. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I'll look it up because it's going to bother me. Uh, but anyways, that, uh, that author's coming out. There's a new thing. Mobius, that's the thing. It's very, very Mobius-esque. Kind of dark Mobius is the way I would describe Blame. Um, but a lot of people speak really highly of Blame, so pretty exciting uh, looking forward to definitely checking that out when we get chapter one over here. And the last little thing on my news thing is that 
uh, the author of Beastars and one of the things that we just absolutely hate over here, the manga Sa- Sanda, about Santa Claus. Uh, <laughs> the manga Paru Itagaki got married. She posted some pictures on Twitter of her in a big chicken hat, which I think is... That's some character that is popular, but I don't remember. Uh, it, it, was, it was a very funny picture. It's uh, a very funny she picture. Seems, she, seems, uh, she seems goofy and like she has a good head on her shoulders. Uh, yeah, yeah, congrats like to her. That's awesome. Very cool. Uh, no other news. Anything else that you noticed this week, Gautam? I think that's about it. But uh, uh, y- yeah, did you, did you know that she was uh, that she's the daughter of uh, that Ashita no Joe? Or, or Ashita no Joe? I thought it was the Baki. No, no. Was it was it Baki? Maybe I think I'm, it's Baki. I think it's right. I, Itagaki. I think Itagaki is. Uh, oh, is it Baki the grappler? Okay, got at, it. Got uh, it. Keisuke Itagaki grappler Baki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I this almost is the Google episode. Yeah, uh, Ashita no Joe is okay. No, that's the that's the boxing one that inspired it. Oh, never mind. Yeah, okay. That's, that's the old, cool. old, old one. But yeah, that's I guess Baki's pretty old, old too. But cool. Uh, what's your one more thing, Gautam? What have you been doing this week? Uh, yeah, I've been playing Hearthstone Battlegrounds. That's been fun. But more importantly, uh, the Scott Pilgrim show. I think oh. that's out today. Did it drop? I saw a clip from it on Twitter, and I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, a full clip. Uh, let, let me look that up real quick. I, I bet it I, is. Yeah, I, I thought that was a. Uh, I knew it was coming eight. soon. Wait, no, sorry, it is not today. I lied. It is November seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Um, oh. it looks it looks really good. the The trailer looked awesome, and uh, I loved the comic. I thought the movie you was good too. Now. I love uh, the movie, movie. Yeah, but uh, the comic is better because it is longer. It's always and better. It, it's you're just able to complete character arcs and do meaningful stuff in that length of time that you can't justifiably do in a movie. Uh, so the movie was great for its runtime. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm very glad that the full comic is getting kind of an adaptation now. It'll be good to see. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to see it. Netflix dropped a bunch of stuff like today. DMC. earlier. Like, uh, yeah, Devil May Cry anime got announced. A Tomb Raider anime got announced. They announced something called, I think, like, Blue-Eyed Samurai or Samurai with Blue Eyes. It looked pretty interesting. Uh, More like a Castlevania. Um, he, I think I saw a clip from a He-Man show that was happening. Uh, a bunch, a bunch of stuff. They're dropping more stuff about Pluto. I will simp for that endlessly. That's now Kurosawa, who is, yeah. I Pluto's coming soon in October. Watch that on Netflix. That is going to be awesome. That is one of the greatest stories I've ever seen. Uh, what I saw to do? Yeah, there was just a bunch of stuff that Netflix dropped. Uh, I'm most looking forward to Scott Pilgrim. Um, yeah. Hands down, I I think it, it, it's a coming of age story, but for people in their early twenties, you know, usually coming of age stories are about adolescents. Yeah, but it's uh, it's a story about self reflection and. A lot of it's it's just really funny and really meaningful, and it, I think it appeals to people at, at that point in their lives where they're uh, kind of aimless, they're young adults, yeah. and they're making mistakes along the way. So and it's very it's it, very weird to me. I don't know about you. I didn't feel like I was a fully formed person until I was like twenty five or twenty six, maybe. So it's very strange to me that all of these hero stories end when the character turns 18. I was like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing at 18. I didn't know what I was doing at 22. I was like, I had to need a couple more years under my belt to, till I felt sort of fully formed. So I, I think I a think, lot of that is what Scott Pilgrim taps into. I, I feel like so much more of a stable adult 
uh, in the last year than I've ever felt. Right. Like, I, I think that's just the human experience, you know, like you, uh, but you know, that's, that's part of your twenties, right? You're, you're not fully done so, yeah. growing and going through your shit. Uh, and you're young, so you're not in a stable place in your life. Uh, mm. so with jobs yeah. and money and everything, especially for people our age. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got Pilgrim, it, I think tapped into, uh, taps into oh, a did. lot of that. So. Yeah, it's just like it's hard to figure yourself out when you have to deal with so much going on around you. But um, yeah, so that it, it it deals with a lot of that stuff. It's cool. It's a good show, and they got they got the whole cast from the movie back. So yeah, which is great. I mean, that's a lot of big a lot of big people who are big 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 stars now, like uh, Chris Evans, who is Captain America, is just doing a voice in this in Scott Pilgrim for probably you know one or two episodes. Uh, and I, Michael Sarah, who is uh, uh, Ken's friend and Barbie. Yeah, what was his name? Paul or something? I don't know. I, he was I a great know. fighter. <laughs> yeah, he was a good fighter. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I've been playing Lies of P. I've got maybe three more chapters left. I think it's 11 chapters. I think I'm on chapter 9 right now. Um, the game's great. It's Bloodborne 2. It's like we're never actually going to get Bloodborne 2, so just go play Lies of P. Uh, they released an update, I think, this morning or yesterday that they changed some stuff around, maybe made it a little easier. So it's interested to see how that goes. Um, I wasn't having too much trouble with the game. There's some frustrating stuff, but I don't feel like you can't make a can't make a Souls-like game without a little bit of bullshit in it. So yeah, I just gonna keep playing that. Probably finish it over the weekend is most likely the the plan here. Uh, you think you're almost done? I should be pretty close. Um, from what I looked it up and there are 11 chapters, like I said, I think I'm on chapter nine. So all, and each chapter is like two hours. Like I think the one yesterday maybe took me two and a half, but each chapter is like maybe somewhere between 90 minutes and, and three hours long. So at most I've maybe got 10 hours left. I don't think I have that much, much longer left. So we'll see. Cool. I, yeah, I'll be trying about this weekend. So I'll let you know what I think. Awesome. Cool. Uh, anything else you want to chat about Gautam? Are we good to skedaddle here? Nah, let's bounce. Let's get out of here. Thanks again for listening or watching, everyone. Don't forget, leave us feedback. Leave us a comment. Upvote. What did you think about the uh, brand new WSJ stuff? Leave us a comment on which one's your favorite. What do you think? Is Kakurabachi living up to the hype? Is Mama Yu Yu's paneling selling you on us? Are you an ice skater who likes boring stuff? Uh, who knows? Comment <laughs> on Two on Ice. Uh, hey, whatever positive reinforcement comments you can leave us, go do that. If you want to check out a bit more manga content, follow me on Twitter at WGBmanga. You can also find me on Patreon at the same ending, patreon.com slash WGBmanga. Uh, if you like us enough to give us some money, or if you are brain damaged, we'll take it. Um, Gautam, you're a part of the podcast. Don't forget to say goodbye to everyone right here. Goodbye to everyone. Thank you for being with us yet again this week. Please come back next week, and don't forget to read more manga.